Welcome to PostCast. David Locke along with Ron Boone after the Utah Jazz fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves. 112-102. We'll talk about it coming up on PostCast. PostCast is brought to you by the store at 600 South and 20th East, also located at the new Gateway. Have you finally made it over there yet? Yes, I did. All right. Absolutely. What a great location. A good urban setting, also 900 South and 100 West. We are live for you on Locked On Live. We're coming to you on Twitch, on Facebook, and on YouTube on Locked On Live. We're also coming to you on Locked On Sports on Periscope. Feel free to join in. Get your comments and your questions. Our chat room is up and interested in what you have to say. A not very good loss by the Utah Jazz. Team. It's definitely a bad loss considering you got to play this team again back to back, and and you know it could be uh, just as difficult to win up there in in Minnesota as it was here, especially if the Jazz don't shoot the basketball well. Got to stay in the basketball game. The obvious thing to talk about is Carl Anthony Towns' brilliant fourth quarter play, but the fact is the Jazz defense was very good all night long, and for the most, even late was pretty good. The offense was not. The offense, we are now, you know, 13 games into the season, which is getting to be about a sixth of the season, and the Jazz rank probably at the end of the night, the Jazz will rank 24th or 25th in the league offensively. This is not what we expected. I thought they'd be the number one or two or three ranked team in the league offensively. I'm stunned by this. Uh, Mike Conley has not adjusted at all yet. The pieces do not, they're all working individually, but not as a group. What has happened here? I think, David, even with the struggles there of Conley, I think our first and third quarters are still, our numbers anyway, are still very good, averaging about 25 to 27 points a ball game in those in those quarters. I think what Quinn is struggling with now is those um, uh, substitutions, uh, players out there on the floor at the same time, uh, and how they're mixing. And, and I'm not sure how long that's going to take to make sure that that when those guys come in the ball game, the Jazz don't lose anything after after having such a good first or third quarter. But that's something he's got to figure out. Jazz coming into the game tonight ranked 12th in the league in the first quarter offensively. They ranked 29th in the uh, second quarter. They ranked 13th in the third quarter. And they ranked 17th in the fourth quarter. The offense was really poor. The Jazz got died by the two tonight. They ended up shooting 31 threes out of 96 shots. So that's a below 30, about 31 or 32% of their shots is threes. They come into the season taking... Uh, the Jazz are taking about 32% of their shots as three. That's a little below where they are. That's 20th in the NBA. That is not where the Jazz want to be in that category. They are just not found a way. We talked to Gordon Chiesa on the radio postgame show. They are not pinging the ball around and getting those open looks. Yeah, and that's something you and I have discussed there as well. But that dribble handoffs and, and uh, the great ball movement that, that create uncontested uh, challenges that, that, you know, when they're shooting the basketball, they just haven't had enough of those. I mean, there's, there's spurts, you know, where you get it, and all of a sudden you get a three-point shot, and they knock it in. It just, But we need a lot of those. We, you need that part of the ball game uh, to come back in order for the Jazz offense, anyway, to be effective. What is it going to take to get to, uh, we talked to Gordon Chase, that defenses have changed in this league. They're, they're hugging three-pointers. But as much as we say that, Ron, I got to be honest, I find that pretty hollow. And here's why. Because Minnesota's taking 38% of their shots as threes, and they have much less good shooters than there. So maybe people are leaving them open, and so we can't get them because guys are covering our guys, and maybe that's the issue. But it does seem to me that other, like, it's not like 
we've dropped our three-point shooting and we're still eighth in the league. We've dropped our three-point shooting and now we're taking the 22nd most, right? Yeah. So the rest of the league is still getting three-point shots. We're not. Is that because our shooters are just so good, no one's leaving them open anymore, and everyone else is taking bad threes? Well, there might be something to that. We're ninth best team in the league at shooting threes. So maybe there's something to that. But it seems to me that there's something not quite complete when I make the argument that we're not getting threes because no one leaves our shooters anymore and the big just sits at the rim. Like, that's what everyone's doing, and they're getting threes. Well, let's talk about threes, and as, as you just mentioned there, because, you know, some teams are shooting early threes. That's what Quinn was working on yesterday in practice, being trying to get threes within uh, six seconds or within 14 seconds, you know, that type of thing, when you can get uh, a mismatch or get some uncontested, uncontested threes. And then you have teams that, like tonight, where they create a mismatch. You put small guys like Conley into a pick and roll, and now you got a pick and pop there with Carl Anthony Towns. And, and sometimes one pass and then right back to Carl Anthony Towns makes it a little easier to get those three those threes off. I don't think the Jazz can Jazz can't do that with Rudy, but what they can do, David, is is really uh, scramble. A, a, Great ball movement. They can shoot early in the clock in, in transition. I mean, those type of things. We have shooters that can do those things. But uh, what Quinn was working on yesterday, they did not do a lot of it here tonight. Uh, and, and, again, I, I just really think that uh, the Jazz offense is, is struggling because of the mismatches on the type of lineup that Quinn has to put out there on the floor in that second quarter. He's got to figure that out. Dustin Needs makes a great point. It, it's and I'm I'm probably mischaracterizing this when I talk about the three. I mean, tonight we lost our two-point shooting was enough. The floater killed us, right? Like, that's clear. But Dustin Need makes – it's the ball movement. The ball movement isn't the same. We're not right. – it's not necessarily the threes or the twos. It's the ball movement. We right. just aren't pinging the ball around. Now, that's yeah. either because, frankly, Ricky Rubio and Jay Crowder were so open last year because no one worried about them shooting that you could always pass it to them, right. and then they could swing it around, and that created the ball movement. The ball movement might be gone – because there aren't open passing lanes. Ron and I will re-watch the game and try to see it. Frankly, last time we felt this way, we went and watched the film, and there were open passes in, in the first half against Brooklyn. Yeah, so teams are playing the Jazz different than what they played them last year, strictly because what the Jazz did over the summer, supposedly, created, brought in more shooters uh, to complement the style of play, and we have them, uh, but kind of start making shots. Josh Clark on Facebook says, I feel like the threes are there, but our guys wait, pump fake, and drive. It often leads to those stupid contested floaters. Well, you, you can see it. <laughs> He's a disciple. <laughs> Thank you, you, Josh. <laughs> you just made us laugh. You see, um, uh, Minnesota, you know, with, with some of their players, Martin, uh, Graham, I mean, those aren't very good three-point shooters, but they were shaking them. They were shooting those bad boys, and, and Every now and then, one of them would go in, and but they were not hesitating. It, it's the gravity theory of Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's a terrible shooter, and yet people guard him because he just took enough that you got scared he was going to make one. And he had, and his statistics showed this great gravity. There's something to that, frankly. Uh, Tyler Welling was not pleased with Donovan Mitchell tonight, and probably nor was Donovan. Donovan was 5 of 24 tonight. Terrible shot selection and no passing. He did take seven threes, 24 shots tonight. Two of seven from three, took seven free throws. He had 17 points. It was not a great night for Donovan. It, it, it really wasn't. You know, you have nights like that. I mean, and you can see that Donovan, okay, we're struggling. So I got to do something special. 
Uh, maybe I can do it by myself when that's not the way this team was is built. It's not their offense is built. Uh, he'll learn from this, and I totally agree with the with the the caller there that you know Donovan he did struggle with that. Carl uh, Anthony Towns is pretty great. He's he's special. I, I really do. The way the game is played now really complements his game. Period. With that pick and pop, and and he made a couple of threes tonight that just I'd invite him to take them again. You know, but. They went in, and he ended up taking 15 threes, seven for 15. He the seven field. of 15. Seven, that's awesome. You know. I mean, that's James Harden, and he's seven yeah. feet tall. James Harden took 17 shots against them last time. All right, Dante actually made his first appearance since January 5th. He played 14 minutes. What were your thoughts on him tonight? Uh, he's got a long, long way to go. Uh, I, I think that uh, Dante and Moody are two of the same. Uh, I don't know if they can be on the floor at the game, at, together at the same time. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see what Quinn's able to do with that. And the, somebody points out the lack of corner threes has them concerned. We only got five corner threes tonight. Jazz shooting tonight unofficially, according to Cleaning the Glass. This is probably to wrap wrap this up because this is probably all you need to know. 18 of 33 at the rim, which is not great. It's 36% of their shots, so it's not terrible. You'd like 40%. That's not terrible. They took 32% of their shots as threes. That's not very good. They were 12 of 31 on their threes, which is 39%, which is fine. They were 3 of 24 on short mid-range shots and 2 of 8 on long mid-range shots for a total of 5 of 32 tonight on non-restricted area twos. That is where the offense fell apart tonight, and the Jazz lose to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Defense was good till the end. Uh, and that did it. The Jazz fall it by the final score of 112-102. Thanks for tuning in. Ron and I will be back with you for On the Floor at 5 o'clock your time from Minneapolis on Wednesday. Have a good one.